1: Everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TV TPFL. It's Friday. It's September 23rd. It is 2022. We have 12 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. And as I mentioned earlier this week, the podcast is brought to you by Sleeper. If you haven't checked out Sleeper, love what they're doing over there. We got the Rotor Grinders squad going. If you use promo code Grinders. You instantly get put into that group. And you get a hundred percent bonus up to a hundred dollars. So if you deposit fifty bucks, you're gonna get a fifty dollar bonus. If you deposit a hundred bucks, you're gonna get a hundred dollar depot de- bonus. Who can't talk? It's Friday. Um, so if you haven't checked out sleeper, I mean they're they're doing the fantasy prop game. So if you enjoy that and that's something that you know you've gotten into here over the last year or so, uh check them out. I know a lot of people use it for fantasy season long, but they're crushing it. Love their product. It's very easy to use. Um so yeah, check out Sleeper. Like I said use promo code grinder. And we got the prop man himself, Mr. Fantasy Prop, Chief Justice 06 Will Priester. Will, what's happening, my friend?
2: Nothing much, brother. Uh today's Well, a lots happen
1: in your world, but yeah.
2: <laughs> Nothing much today. I started talk to a lot of family members, and uh, you know, people calling and texting to congratulate. But uh, it's uh, it, it's a good week, man. Uh, future Mrs. Chief Geraldine said yes, and so I uh, I couldn't be be more happy here. So hopefully, uh, Lady Luck is on my side this week, and all this happiness turns into a few dollars for you people, as we can we can help you make some money.
1: Listen, I had the inside scoop and I am I'm pumped for you. Um I'm glad that you're happy and I wish you nothing but the best and you know that. So
2: for sure, man, for sure.
1: All right. 12 baseball games um on a Friday. I mean it, it it doesn't hurt me that we're doing the podcast because it's not like I really wanted to watch the Pittsburgh Cleveland game anyway. Um so <laughs> But all all joking aside, I mean, this is a really interesting baseball slate. Uh, A lot of different ways to go. Um, Some top-end pitchers in good spots, some top-end pitchers in rough spots. So break it down. Let's talk about it. Uh, We get started here. Houston at Baltimore. Your Kitey against Dean Kramer. Seven and a half total in this one. Astros a 150 favorite any interest here in your Kitey at 7,900?
2: I don't hate it for the price, Stevie. Like, I, I feel like that's reasonable enough. Now I know he's had two rough starts back to back, but he does have some upside. I, at 7,900, I, I I, can't argue with that price. So I, I think I'm in on that. Um, You know, Baltimore can hit a little bit, but. Once again, the price, man, I, I feel okay running him out there for 7900
1: Yeah, I mean, he – we talked about Verlander yesterday, and, I mean, they let him go six innings, but Houston's kind of in cruise control mode. Um, just something to note that I'm probably going to note a lot here. Over the next week and a half, two weeks, uh, was it two, it's like right under two and a half weeks, so barely over two weeks. Um, so – I mean, he's not a huge strikeout pitcher. It's not a huge strikeout matchup. The price is nice, but, I mean, there we have some really high-ceiling strikeout pitchers on the slate just in general. Um, he's an interesting pivot off of Giolito, who is in the same price range going up against Detroit. He's going to be popular. He was really popular a week ago in the same matchup in detroit so i mean he's an interesting pivot in that aspect
2: yeah man i (sighs) i don't think i can do it (laughs) i don't think i can do it
1: let's go to the other side here um with dean kramer I I wouldn't say it was necessarily a watered down lineup yesterday. It wasn't a normal Houston lineup, and we saw Kyle Bradish throw a absolute gem. Uh, you know, two hits, eight and two thirds innings, ten strikeouts, no walks. Like Bradish threw a game against Houston. Um, Baltimore would have to win out, like literally win every single one of their last games, and and still have to get lucky to have a chance. So. I mean, I probably don't play Kramer here. 17% Ks, 5X VIP, low strikeout team, high walk rate team. I know Bradish had a good game yesterday, but I don't see the same here for Kramer.
2: And that's really what I meant, Stevie. Sorry, I can't do it with Kramer. It's it's really what I was was thinking about Um, against Houston. I just – everybody's going to have a good game every once in a while, but generally speaking – If you avoid targeting teams like Houston and the Dodgers with pitching, you're going to come out ahead. No reason for me to play Kramer on this slate. No reason at all.
1: Any interest here in the Houston bats?
2: I do have some interest, Stevie. I wish that um, they all weren't so expensive. (laughs) Tucker's 5,200 and uh, Alvarez is 6,100. But, you know, you can get a couple other guys. Like if Gurriel Mancini plays, you'll get them cheap um and then you know Bregman's 5100 the big boys are all are all up there uh, but you can get some of these secondary pieces in the three and four k range and I think that's how you make this stack work
1: yeah I mean the, I have a ton of interest in like the power lefties here and Alvarez uh, and Tucker I, I think those would be my two favorite plays pairing it with a third don't hate a three-man stack here don't think I'm fully stacking Houston Kind of expensive um, in general. Altuve's banged up right now, so I mean the lineup might not be your normal lineup. Any interest here in the Baltimore side of this game?
2: Um, not really. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, a couple could you know get a player too, but I think overall, I, I think your Quiddy has enough to neutralize this team.
1: I mean, he's a flyball pitcher that gives up a lot of hard contact, so if you want to take a shot on like Henderson or. Santander, Mullins, Rutchman. I could see a three man stack working out for Baltimore in this spot with the fly balls and the hard contact. Problem is, like the guys you want to play are all kind of expensive. And I don't know if I'm really looking at like a secondary Baltimore stack that's super expensive. So maybe if I'm playing Baltimore in this spot, I'm full stacking them. Um, but I don't love that either. So. Yeah, I don't know how much I end up on Baltimore in this spot today.
2: Yeah, man. Not, not I don't think I'm going to have too much any shares of anyone from Baltimore for what it's worth.
1: Atlanta at Philadelphia, Odorizzi against Nola. Seven and a half total here. The Phillies, a 150 favorite in this one. Um, any interest here in Jake Odorizzi?
2: No. Heavens, no
1: yeah I just no I mean yeah you're not playing a guy with an eighteen percent k rate against a team that doesn't strike out already um I'm with you i no interest in Oderizzi in this one, and I kinda have slight interest in Nola. This is a tough matchup on paper. is banged up right now. We like will we likely see a lineup here that doesn't have a strikeout rate under twenty percent and a walk rate not over ten percent of any hitter in this lineup, so Nola with his elite command and his big strikeout ability ninety three hundred it, it's scary, it's scary, but it's too cheap
2: yeah it's I think it's way too cheap, Stevie like his last start against Atlanta. He was 10-1, which was like the 17th of September.
1: Yeah, it was like five or six days ago.
2: Yeah, he was 10-1. Washington, 10-8. Miami, 10-1. Arizona, 10-6. Cincinnati, 10-K. New York Mets, 9-8. Okay, warranted. Lower strikeout rate team. The Mets before that, though, Stevie, 10-1. 10-K against Washington. 9,700 against Pittsburgh. 10-K against Atlanta. And today's 9300 uh fantastic price for Aaron Nola, man. Like, fantastic. I- I'm in. Period.
1: Yep. Uh, I'm with you. I have a ton of interest here in Nola. I mean, you could stack the Braves if you wanted to, but I don't see myself using them as one-offs.
2: No, I I'm not doing it. Forget about it. I'm not doing it.
1: He said forget about forget it.
2: Forget about it.
1: Uh any interest here in the Philadelphia Phillies?
2: Um, yes, plenty. Um I don't care how bad or how good we think the Phillies are. Jake Odorizzi is worse. Uh I I love this Philly offense today, Stevie. Um Harper 5500 sold. Schwarber, 5100 sold. Uh Stott, if he plays sold, bomb if he plays sold. Segura, 4,100. So Reese Hoskins, 4,700. So real Muto, 5,400. So I I, want to stack this whole team. Uh, They're at home. They should be able to score runs against Jake Rizzi. We're probably going to get, if they give it to us, one and a half hits in the first inning. I like that one. I I, I think I'm going to avoid the no-run first inning just in case something wonky happens. But I'm almost in on that just for the Philly side of this game. I think they have a big time production uh, on this slate here.
1: Yeah. I mean, he just pitched well against them in that same matchup that we were just talking about, but I mean, he ran really good in that game. So I just don't see it being the thing. He's allowed at least one home run in five of his last six starts. Um, Yeah. I I have interest in Philadelphia with you. I'm with you. Um, Harper and Schwarber would be my favorite, but Odorizzi's been kind of reverse split, so someone like Hoskins or Real Muto, they have plenty of upside in this matchup.
2: Oh yeah. Big time.
1: All right, my Red Sox going into New York facing the Yankees. Rich Hill, Garrett, Cole, um, in this one. Eight total. Yankees a two twenty five favorite, which is about right. Um any interest here in Rich Hill? No. Yeah, no no chance of playing Rich Hill against the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Um, no way. So, it hasn't happened yet waiting to see if um you know, Judge uh, in the I mean the Red Sox kind of pitched around him tonight. I'm not going to lie. Um so Boston is like, "Hey, that that's that's not happening on our watch." Um <laughs> and, and like as a Red Sox fan, I... Love it as a baseball fan, I hate it. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> like, like quick, quick sidebar: Who do you think is actually going to pitch to him for what it's worth?
1: Um, who do they? I, I don't think Boston pitches to him at all. The series, that's, I mean, that's they what made, yeah, they made that really clear. <laughs> I mean, Rich Hill might pitch to him, but Man, I don't know.
2: I can't see them changing their game plan with Rich Hill. That's like an automatic home run.
1: I mean yeah it's just that rivalry is so huge um
2: yeah that's what makes it that's what makes it baseball too. so like, okay you so no boss is not pitching to him
1: I said this yesterday and as a baseball fan that like understands fandom and stuff I really want to see him do it in Yankee Stadium there is no doubt in my mind that in two weeks, Judge is not going to hit at least one more home run. But after this Red Sox series, they go to Toronto. Um, so they, I mean, they start getting out on the road again. So they're back at home after that series against Baltimore. So I don't know, man, it, it's tough. I think the Red Sox potentially pitch to him here, but I just want to see it happen in Yankee stadium for those fans.
2: Yeah man, for sure. All right, like the, but the
1: we're, we're not playing. We're not playing. We're not playing, Rich Hill. Um, I think we're both on the same page there. Let's talk Garrett Cole. Um, obviously Garrett Cole, huge ceiling in any matchup against any team. Thirty-two percent Ks, uh, fourteen and a half percent swinging strike rate on the season. Red Sox lineup's not great. They're dealing with injuries. It's been that year. It's just been that type of year. Uh, Talk to me here about Garrett Cole.
2: Yeah, man. Um, I think he's a good play today. Um, 10-5, expensive. I do think I like um, uh, Nola more because of the price differential. But, you know, Cole against Boston, last time he faced him, six innings, 10Ks, just gave up too many runs. Imagine if he cut those runs down by two. Like, now we're looking at, you know, 25 fantasy points. If he has, you know, one of those immaculate games, I mean, now he's looking pushing close to 30. So, uh, I like Garrett Cole here. Still got strikeout stuff. Uh, He's going to have some upside against this lineup. I'm in. Not not my highest-owned pitcher by any stretch of the imagination, but he's a good pitcher, uh, and I like him a lot.
1: Yeah, I like Cole a lot in this spot. Um, No interest in the Red Sox-Bats. Do you have any interest in the Red Sox-Bats?
2: No, not at all.
1: Rich Hill, um, I mean, he is someone that I definitely don't mind targeting some of these power righties. You're worried about Judge getting pitched to, but, I mean, Judge, Torres, Donaldson, Stanton. I mean, this is a good spot for the Yankees' righty power.
2: Yeah, man. Absolutely, like, I can't express enough how much I think the Yankees are one of the top stacks on the day against Hill in Yankee Stadium. Um, this lineup up and down, uh, despite, you know, maybe a few holes in a couple places, uh, th- they should be able to hit really well here. Um, even pitching around Judge should, should open up some RBI opportunities for Stanton in the game, so uh, Yankees full stacks all aboard the boy train.
1: All right. Toronto. Toronto. Uh, at Tampa Bay. Taking on the Rays. No total in this game. Alec Manoa against... It sounds like it's going to be Jeffrey Springs pitching this one. Um, any interest here in Manoa?
2: Um... This is a tough one for me because he's 9K. And he's been fine most of the season. But I feel like I wish he had a little bit more strikeout upside consistently. I don't hate it. I don't think he's going to get blown up. But I think I'm going to pass today. I think I'd rather just side with Nola and get rid of Manoa, a guy that has limited upside in most spots.
1: I mean, he's great at limiting power. I think it's all going to depend on the, the Tampa lineup. If he gets a lineup that we saw roll out there on um, Thursday, like there were a lot of strikeouts in that lineup and not a lot of contact hitters in general. So Manoa is going to be a lineup play. Is the lineup good? Is it not type of options? So right now I don't have a ton of interest, but if the lineup comes out and it's not great, I mean, you, I think you could definitely take some shots. Jeffrey Springs. I mean, well, like beginning of the season, we were like, all right, well, is Jeffrey Springs really going to be like a reverse splits lefty or not with a like overpowering great change up against uh, right handed hitters? And now we are towards the end of the year. And in 375 plate appearances, he has a 260 Woba, 117 ISO and a twenty eight and a half and a percent K rate against righties. Uh, it's a tough, tough spot. Like, he's 8,200, tough spot going up against Toronto. What are your thoughts here on Springs?
2: Um, I, I think I may have to take the fade at 8,200. He's pitched well, but, Stevie, I can't reasonably expect him to get through six innings, five Ks, and 78 pitches against this team this time. I, I, just, I just can't expect that. So at eighty two hundred, I don't think he's a he's a bad play. I will say this: I think I take Springs over Manoa this time for what it's worth, and, and I mean that wholeheartedly. I take the eight hundred dollar discount and take the the upside of Springs. Um, I think Springs is he's not going to be someone I play for DFS. Maybe I will look for him in the prop game. Maybe they give us four and a half or five and a half, you know, or or some something in terms of innings that's reasonable. Uh, something like that, but I'm, I'm not playing it for DFS.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm with you. Um, if we get him at like four and a half on sleeper, I, I like the over. Yeah, I could see him having some strikeouts in this game for sure. Toronto Bats, I mean, you could stack Toronto any day. I'm not playing Toronto, and I'm probably not playing Tampa. I don't love the Bats in this game. This game's in Tampa, low total. Just not a huge ceiling, I think, for either one of these teams today.
2: Yep, I'm with you 100%.
1: Uh, I mean, do you have any interest in Tampa? I mean, they are coming no. off of a ten-run game. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, not at all. I mean, like you said. So the problem is, Manoa is going to limit the contact. Like, he's not. He's barely going to give up any hits. Not not hits. Home runs, excuse me. A um, lot of ground balls. Like, it's just, I, I can't do it.
1: All right, moving on. Cleveland at Texas. Cody Morris against John Gray. Seven and a half total in this one. The Rangers a slight favorite. Pretty much pick them game everywhere. On um, this one, any interest here in Cody Morris?
2: Um, maybe Stevie, like. He's fifty four hundred up to eighty one pitches facing Texas. Doesn't that feel too cheap? I mean, I I think I think we need to be playing Cody Morse today. I think that's I think that's too cheap. Even if he gets us fourteen fantasy points, Steve, that's good enough at fifty four hundred. I I think I'm in, man. I think that's too cheap.
1: Yeah, I mean, I probably don't play him today. What? I definitely see the appeal to taking shots on him.
2: Let me ask you this question, just very briefly. I mean, he's seen his pitch count go up, you know, six to seven pitches roughly, six pitches, six to seven pitches almost every game outside of the jump from 61 to 75 against the Angels. I mean, do you think he gets to 85, 86 pitches today? Like – that's that seems to be the trajectory, but I just I want to get your opinion on. it.
1: Well, I mean, here's the thing, right? Like the Guardians <laughs> are beating the White Sox right now as we're recording the podcast, um, so uh, they're in a great spot. If they, I mean, if they end up winning this game, as far as playoffs, I mean they they're not getting a one or two seed. They are going to win the ALC Central is what it looks like. So, I mean, they're in a good spot in that aspect of things where I don't know if they push him. They have a good bullpen. I don't know if they push him. I I mean, I could see him maybe getting 85 here. He's had, you know, you look at his minor league numbers this season. He's had good strikeout stuff, but I don't know. I I just don't know what to think here. I, I mean, this is a guy that did not start the season in AAA. Um decent prospect i'm on the fence at 5400 i mean if you if you don't if you don't mind it i I mean he's cheap i just worry overall command just seems to be his biggest thing and i I worry about that when you're talking about like a young pitcher It's just when you're struggling with command um against a team like texas like there's going to be plenty of strikeouts at the bottom half but there's going to be plenty of walks in this lineup too so if he's struggling with command he could just struggle to hit that that um like ceiling you want
2: yeah man for sure i I get that i get that
1: a lot of opportunity cost to pitcher today as well like talked about cole um talked about nola a little bit we're going to talk about giolito here um in the next game you know otani is someone we're going to talk about there's a lot of opportunity cost at pitcher in general today so uh, Back to where we were. Uh, any interest here in John Gray at 8,800?
2: Yeah. Um, I don't think I can do it against Cleveland. I mean, he's been outstanding this year, man. Uh, But I, I just – I don't think I can do it against Cleveland.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's really good. For John Gray's career, that he's kind of bounced back here, but he just came back from the IL, um, you know, a couple of starts ago. Really not stretched out. Uh, I mean, I just, I don't see the need for them to, especially like the way that he's been pitching this year. Texas is out; they've been out for a long time. I, I mean, there's no reason to go out and get John Gray hurt. I mean, what's what's the point at this point? So he's he's having a Good bounce-back season. We know this guy had plenty of talent, and, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he signed a three- or four-year contract with Texas, so I don't see them pushing him. Uh, for those yeah. reasons, at 8,800, so, I'm out.
2: I'm with you. I'm with you.
1: I looked it up. It's four years, so he's under contract with this team for three more seasons. So, no, no chance he gets 90-plus pitches in this spot. There's no reason for it uh cleveland bats i mean the problem is like john gray's decent cleveland just outside of like Naylor and ramirez they just don't have a ton of power
2: yeah i i I think i I think if i played anybody from cleveland just be one off but i think i'm fading them today like i don't want to play john gray but i have enough respect for him as a pitcher that i don't think cleveland's gonna have some massive upside game
1: you know what i mean oh yeah no i agree I mean, and as far as Texas goes, I could see going like low, Seeger Simeon, top half, hoping the pitcher, young pitcher, struggles with command. Um, but honestly, I don't have a ton of interest in bats in this game as a whole.
2: Yeah, negative, none.
1: Detroit at Chicago taking on the White Sox, seven and a half total in this one. The White Sox, a 185 favorites. Um, yeah, I mean, we got – Eduardo Rodriguez against Lucas Giolito. Any interest here in Eduardo Rodriguez?
2: I don't I don't think I want to do it at 7k. And he did have a good game against this team the last time out, but I think if he was you know, 6400 I think I'd be a little bit closer, but I think I'm going to fade in, in in a general sense, if this is Erod from Boston when he's rolling, like it's too cheap, but this is Detroit e just just not the same. So I uh I, I don't I think I'm I'm out on Erod, even at the very cheap price.
1: The Chubb rushing touchdown over hits. Um fourth and inches, man. And they went for it. Yeah. Cleveland. They're 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 like, hey, we're not losing this one. I, I mean so. I don't want to play Eduardo Rodriguez and it's more of like as bad as the White Sox have been against right-handed pitching this season, they've still been very serviceable against left-handed pitching. And it's not like Erod has been this great pitcher this year. Yeah, I, I agree. Like he pitched really well against them last time out.
2: Yeah. That
1: was a little, I mean, advanced stats. There's a little bit there. So I mean, that's always super concerning when you see that, but, could he have a good game? Yeah, I uh, just I don't want to play him. The real question is, what are we doing with Lucas? I don't have the same ceiling I did last year. Giolito, um, going up against Detroit.
2: Yeah, I I think I just roll the dice and take it. He hasn't been great. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But it's seventy seven hundred against Detroit, like I I can't not take it. He's still getting the pitches. And and this time he's at home, like, forget it. I'm rolling him out there.
1: Okay, just take the name away. And, and, like, this this is how I've just approached Detroit. Like, I take the name away. Don't care who it is. I see 25% Ks and 12% swinging strikes. Yeah, <laughs> sign me up. You're a righty. Well, I'm in. Like, I don't even care what the name is. And then the fact that he's 7,700. Um. Yeah, I, I mean – I don't care what happened last start. I know he's been struggling here a little bit, but I mean, this is a dude that can put up 30 plus in this spot. So, I mean, I have a ton of interest in G here and back to the well. I mean, he was popular last time. I think he'll be popular again. Uh, but like, who can you honestly say from Detroit? You're like, Oh, I'm going to play that guy against Lucas G here. Yeah,
2: man. I mean, (laughs) you, we have to play him. Like it's, It's almost, I don't want to call it free money, but like long term, if if we took Lucas Giolito every start against Detroit, we're going to be up at the end of the season. Like, we're playing.
1: He puts up 20 it's not going to kill you unless he's like massive chalk here. Yeah. Uh, White Sox bats. There's a chance that Tim Anderson returns. There was a report that came out earlier this week that said like he could return this week. And this is. Uh, kind of right around that time. So, I mean, if Anderson comes back, he sets the table for this lineup. You got Robert, Jimenez, Abreu. Like, I mean, the White Sox probably not making the playoffs. It's a very small chance of making the playoffs. Um, Losing to Cleveland on Thursday night obviously doesn't help. But, I mean, they, they're going to have to win out and these bats are going to have to do something. So, I don't mind looking at some of these right-handed bats uh, against Eduardo Rodriguez.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, White Sox, man, we keep... It's kind of like what we have to do with Giolito. If they're in a good spot, we almost have to take it, Stevie, and that's what I think we do here. We take it, take some pieces, and, and keep this train moving down the tracks.
1: All right, up next, we have Sean Minaya going up against Feltner in core San Diego at Colorado. Uh, this game, Eleven and a half total. The Padres a one fifty favorite. Just uh, I want to pat myself on the back. I'm not always right, but Logan Webb did really well in cores the other night, and it stinks that he only threw sixty six pitches because
2: he was going he was going to crush.
1: Yeah, it stinks. Um, Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. I was totally right there. it just, gosh, it could have been so much better. Anyway, do you have any interest <laughs> here in Sean Mania?
2: Um, I don't think so. I, I seventy three hundred in cores. Mania just has not been great this season, Stevie. Like it's been rough. And I will say this: the Rockies have been striking out way more uh, at the end of the season with some of these lineup changes. But I, I, I don't think I can do it, man.
1: Yeah, I mean CJ Crone. um he is dealing with like a he got hit by Webb in that game. Um was it Tuesday? Didn't play or was it Tuesday or Wednesday? I don't know. I totally lost track of the days for what it's worth. But I I mean he didn't play yeah on Thursday, so we'll have to see if he's back in the lineup or not. Um I mean, we. I don't want to play Sean Manaya here, but this lineup could be really bad. Um, probably don't get to Manaya. Gielito is going to be extremely popular. I mean, that's an interesting pivot, but probably don't do it. Um, any interest here in Ryan Feltner? No. Yeah, I'm not playing him. I think. <laughs> By default, we are going to see San Diego be the best stack on the slate. Um, you got to pay up for Machado and Soto, but I mean, honestly, the rest of the stack is is pretty cheap.
2: Yeah, I mean, overall, like, I, I think you have to play these guys. You know, you talked about it. Like Soto's fifty four hundred. To me, that I don't even consider that too expensive. Machado fifty four hundred. I don't consider that crazy expensive. Then you talk about it, like, the rest of Cronenworth, 4200 uh, Josh brand. Bell,
1: 3800 in course. Yeah, like – Profar, 3700 in course. Like, like,
2: like what, what are we doing? <laughs> Way too cheap. Like I mean,
1: it's been like that all year. Like, DK just hasn't priced up visiting teams in course.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean – and I don't know why. It's crazy.
1: No, I have no idea, but um... – <laughs> is what it is. Uh, any interest in the Rockies bats here?
2: Yeah, I actually Stevie, I actually have plenty of interest in the Rockies bats. I do not trust Sean Mania today. Um, you know, and I don't, I don't think Coors is going to be incredibly popular today for what it's worth because it's you know, twelve games. It's a lot of other good offenses, and then even, and I, I still think Sean Mania has enough name value for people to stay away. What if I told you, Stevie? I think today is the day I play some play some coors bats. I, I I like Colorado here. Uh, I think they can get the job done against Manaya.
1: I mean, it could be a really ugly lineup, and it lowers the ownership even more. Really cheap, then yeah. you can pay up for pitching. Um, I have no issues with it. Manaya has struggled so much this year that it could easily work out for sure. All right, Angels at Minnesota. This is a game that has some potential weather, so check and see what Roth has to say. Um, no total out for this game yet. We got Otani against uh, Louis Varlin. What are we doing here with Otani at ten eight? Um, against Minnesota, I mean, I think he could be he could be
2: fine. I, I just still don't think he's a better play than than Nola. I just I, – so I, I feel like he's – he could end up being a really good tournament play depending on where the ownership falls. As of right now, Aaron Nola is probably my number one guy um, on the slate. And then I kind of move it from there. Um, I, I definitely – I feel like I might actually play him over Cole because I think he might have slightly more strikeout upside. But I don't I don't think I need Otani to win a tournament today. I don't feel like he's about to go nuclear and to pick up 12 strikeouts. And, and at 10 8, I think I can I can make up the difference in other spots by fading them, even though I, I know he's probably gonna have a good game.
1: Yeah. So I, I mean he's pitching at the end of the day, he's pitching more for trying to win the MVP. Um like it's such an interesting conversation as far as MVP between him and Judge. Like I think, I think most people can agree that at the end of the day, it probably comes down to um, both of them. Like it comes down to Otani versus Judge.
2: Do you think Otani gets the nod because of the pitching aspect as well? Is that kind of the the,
1: the dude? We the... are we are in September and it's the 23rd of September. And this, this man leads the the triple crown right now. I I mean, how do you, how do you say that a triple crown does not deserve the MVP and hitting 60 plus home runs in a season? Like, I, I mean, what Otani like, gosh, and here at the end of the day too, will, The Yankees are the number two team in the American, like like the American League. And the Angels are straight garbage. They're 65 and 83. Like, uh, just, I don't know. It's tough for me in that aspect. But Otani is, is a just uber talented player. It's so hard to say, but i mean he's definitely in play for me on the slate in general um assuming the weather's okay we'll have to see what roth has to say about that but louis varland other side um prospect called up here um this would be his third start showed a decent amount of strikeout upside in double a this season didn't pitch much at triple a showed a little bit of upside at triple a strikeout wise um the one thing that stood out to me when I was looking into Varland is thirteen percent soft contract rate, forty-five percent hard hit rate through two starts. Um, the Yankees in, in in Cleveland, like two tough starts. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I don't, I don't think I'm playing Varland.
2: Yeah, I mean, I get it. Um, I, I don't think I am either. If I had to choose between Varland and uh, and uh, and Morris, I'm absolutely taking Morris today for what it's worth. So, if 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 we're if if I'm kind of on the fence with Morris, I'm definitely not playing Varland. If that makes any sense.
1: Oh yeah, makes sense. Uh, any interest here in Angels bats?
2: Yeah, I I do think you know for what it's worth. Mike Trout, man, like I, I don't think he's getting any ownership today. He's six K. I think most people would take Alvarez over him today, Stevie. And I, I like Mike Trout. Like, I, I, I think this is a, a really, really, really good spot for him. Um, you know, he, some of these other guys, like I know Fletcher won't really strike out much. Um, and he's not even playing Ring, Ringifo. Sorry, I said Fletcher, I meant Ringifo. Uh, but R- Ringifo won't strike out much. Um, so if if you were thinking about maybe putting together a, like a little three man, then I think uh, Ringifo, uh, Trout, and dare I say, if you want to go really on the cheap end and pull in like Matt Duffy, like it, it might actually work. Um, just to kind of get some uh like cheap bats if you want to like kind of go double nuke on your pitcher. Like if you wanted to take Nola and maybe Cole, then you can you can get a little a little cheap three man or something like that and uh and go from there.
1: That's crazy. I would love uh, we're never gonna see it, but I'd love to see the sites like let us play Otani as a hitter in games that he's pitching when he's th like give us that opportunity i and i know it's probably way harder than that but i mean it's just so hard to play the angels when otani's pitching because like yeah i mean trout otani they're in great spots here um but i mean with otani pitching not being able to play him on the hitting side it's it's so tough to play trout at his price so uh, i mean at the end of the day that's what i'm just the most worried about here with trout is 6k and you're going to need a home run out of Trout. And I mean, even with the injuries and everything, Mike Trout has 36 home runs on the season. So don't ever count out a home run for Mike Trout. Uh, any interest here in the Minnesota bats?
2: Um, no.
1: <laughs> yep. That's know. where I'm at. No interest whatsoever. <laughs> Seattle at Kansas city. Uh, Marco Gonzalez going up against Brady singer. No total in this game. Any interest here in Marco Gonzalez? I love picking on Kansas City, but Marco Gonzalez not uh, just not an upside guy whatsoever. Um, so easy stay away for me here. Could go out and have a good game and put up fifteen plus, but uh, it's really low ceiling. So, and I, I mean, I'm not playing Brady Singer like he's 8600. He's shown the ability to be a a really. I, I think he's gonna end up being like a really solid like SP. Three in this rotation Like eventually um, But I mean the talent's there for Brady Singer You gotta remember this, he, he's really young I think he's like 25 or 26 um, He he definitely has the stuff it, It's just tough matchup here
2: Yeah absolutely tough matchup And let me just say in terms of Fandom Stevie Like this is one of those young, you know, Slightly younger pitchers That I wish the Braves would go And take a shot on
1: like I, the Braves need to get any better.
2: Well, yeah, absolutely. Like you can't never, you can't ever go wrong with good pitching. And, Listen,
1: uh, as a Braves fan, just be super happy you have one of the best GMs, if not the best GM in baseball. Oh yeah, like,
2: absolutely. Yeah, no, 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 no question. No,
1: he has no. locked up your core for the next like four to six years, and as a <laughs> Braves fan, you just have to be super excited.
2: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. I I just wish we could get someone else besides old man Charlie Morton um, for down the stretch. But all in all, Singer eight thousand six hundred. I actually don't hate it, Stevie. I I think he's got, if he's on, and that's the thing, if Singer is on, he's going to crush. Like, and, and you've seen it in his performances. Like, you know, even against a team like, let's say, Arizona. He's on that game. I know Arizona is the juggernaut, but... You know, he's gone seven innings, 103 pitches. As long as he's not getting into trouble, the leash is there. Um, Had a really big game against the Yankees, 10 strikeouts. I think I'm in on Brady Sager even against Seattle with him being at home.
1: I mean, it definitely helps if Julio Rodriguez doesn't play. Um, Crawford is banged up right now, too. So, I don't think – um that Julio Rodriguez plays in this game. They seem very concerned about this back injury for him. So, I mean, it could be a good lineup for Singer. Maybe I have more interest in Singer when the lineup comes out, um, if he's going to be low-owned. Uh, any interest here in the Seattle Bats?
2: Uh, No. I- I'm-, I'm not going to take the Seattle Bats today.
1: Yeah, I mean, Kansas City Bats. Mark Gonzalez, low strikeout pitcher um so definitely don't mind bobby Wood jr in this spot after a really kind of slow start to the season he's definitely showed up um salvador perez if you want to pay up at catcher today he has some upside michael taylor maybe on the cheap side at 2700 um he's been super ice cold just his whole lineup has not been great Dozier's cheap i mean you could look at maybe one or two of these cheap bats but yeah not a ton of interest here in kansas city
2: same here. I'm, Perez I
1: though, swear. man. Perez is in a great spot.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, once again, I'm with you. Don't want to stack Kansas City. Um, Perez at 4800. I'm with you. Really good price. Um, I mean, Bobby Witt's expensive, but good price for him too. But I, I, don't, I all in all, I don't really want to stack. I think I'd one off Kansas City. I, th- I think that's what what I'd be willing to do. I'd be willing to do some one offs.
1: San Francisco at Arizona. Radon against Henry. No total in this game. It's that time of the year where night before totals might start disappearing a lot. Um, any interest here in Carlos Radon? I think
2: I'd take him over. I mean, you know, going against Arizona, I think I'm in on that, Stevie. Um, I think I'd take him over Cole in this spot. Um, even though Cole's facing a kind of wore down um a watered down uh Boston team. You know, I I know Rodarte went not for 71 pitches. That's the only thing that concerns me was the 71 pitches in five innings. Uh had only given up two hits at eight Ks. Are you afraid they maybe limit him again here? Um, it was a blister. Great.
1: great. Yeah he had a blister in the game. I remember that.
2: Cool. Well I, I'm in. There. Um, like Rodon, uh, I think I still like him. Like I said, I like him better than Cole. Ten three against Arizona. Uh strikeouts have definitely been there. I mean, if you look at these last three games, eight, eleven, and ten strikeouts, ten plus, ten or more in three of the last five, like I'm in.
1: I mean, uh, blisters for pitchers always concern me. Um, I mean, he was supposed to start Monday or Tuesday, and that got pushed all the way back to Friday. So I mean, if they're rolling him out there, they're not playing for anything. I would assume that it's not a, a an issue. Um, so I definitely think you can take shots on him in this spot. I'm not, I'm not overly concerned, but I'm concerned. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Tommy Henry. You know, this is a guy that like shows a little bit of promise, but really has shown that regression that we've been talking about here. Um, against good teams recently. Giants are going to platoon a lot against him. I don't think I'm playing Tom Henry in this spot.
2: Yeah, not at all.
1: Uh, as far as the Giants go, I mean, I like Flores, uh, Strata, uh, Longoria is cheap. I mean, just any real like, you know, Davis Slater, like Joey Bart's 2800, like any of these like cheap righties as maybe like a, a secondary three man stack or something. Um, I don't hate that idea. This game's in Arizona, so They get a nice ballpark bump on the road here. Um, I don't mind cheap right-handed hitters here for San Fran.
2: Yeah. Same here. And and once again, uh, let me say this. I do really like uh, you mentioned uh, uh, what's our boy Flores, Wilma Flores. I do really like him today, Stevie, for what it's worth. Um, So I'm, I'm all aboard the Flores training today. Like, you know, one of my one of my favorite, like kind of off the wall hitters at forty four hundred. Love him today.
1: Uh, any interest in Arizona? No. Yeah, it's so hard to want to play them. I will say, like a Luplo at 2K with his numbers against left-handed, like he you could chase a home run at 2K. I mean, you get a home run at 2K at 3% owned, if if probably less could really help your um your team so i mean i don't hate that idea but um mets at oakland bassett oh yes yes. against irvin uh seven total here mets at 240 favorites i mean i've been waiting to talk about them sounds like you've been excited but (laughs) bassett 9500 here going up against oakland Uh, The the good thing is, like, the Mets are still playing for something. I mean, they've clinched. They're in the playoffs. But, I mean, this battle of the NLEs is huge.
2: Yeah. Getting that first
1: round by like, it's huge.
2: Yeah, man. And, and, And if for nothing else, Stevie, for those of you that follow this great game of baseball, Mr. Bassett going back into Oakland wasn't bad blood, so it's nothing like that. But hey, little narrative streak going back. He knows this ballpark. I'm sure he wants to uh, stick it to Oakland here at 9,500. Here's the thing, too, Steve. At 9,500, I'm almost not playing Bassett for the strikeouts. I'm playing him more for his leash. If he's cruising, like this is one of those games, he could go seven innings, five strikeouts, and, and barely give up hits and runs. Really like Bassett here. You know, we talked about. Uh, uh, loving Aaron Nola, still my favorite because of the strikeout upside. But 9500 for Bassett and 9300 for Nola, I think that's a big time pairing that we can use on this slate today. Love the pairing of those two, love Bassett in this spot.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I'm with you. Um, um, I mean, we're probably not playing Corbin. He's cheap. It's in Oakland. The Mets are a lot worse against left-handed pitching. I just don't see myself playing getting to Cole Irvin today.
2: Stevie, I'm sorry. Something was in my headphones acting really. No, good. you're good.
1: Do you have any interest here in Irvin?
2: No. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> not today, sir. Not not today.
1: Not today. Um, Talk to me here uh, about the Mets bats. Anything that you like in this spot?
2: Well, I mean, Jeff McNeil's 4,300. Mark Connors, 3,900. You know, Lindor, 55. Escobar, 4K. Like, these are guys that I like because, uh, you know, the Mets don't strike out a ton. And Cole Irvin isn't, like, the worst pitcher on the slate. Don't get me wrong. But – he gives up a lot of hits, Stevie. I mean, a lot of hits. If the Mets start stringing together hits, the runs will come. Love the Mets bats here today, um, and, and they're in Oakland. It's not sexy. Uh, we've got we've got offenses that are that are better on paper for sure. Better on paper for sure. But Bassett, I mean, not Bassett, but the, the Mets here overall, they should be able to string together runs. Love them as a little secondary stack
1: here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't hate it. I don't love it, though, this game in Oakland. There's so many good games that we've already talked about, like probably not going there. I have zero interest in the Oakland bats. No chance.
2: Yeah, negative.
1: All right, up next, we got the Cardinals – and the Dodgers, Quintana against Heaney in this one. No total in this game. Any interest here in Jose Quintana? Uh,
2: <laughs> That's gonna be a negative.
1: Yeah, I'm not playing him against Dodgers. Even if they I mean, even if they roll out a weak lineup, I'm not playing Quintana. Uh Heaney, I mean. I'm going to say the same thing for the Dodgers pitchers every time for the rest of the season. Just, I don't think we see any leash whatsoever for the Dodgers pitchers coming down the stretch. They have absolutely nothing to play for. They are in cruise control mode. They're eight games up on the Mets for the first place in the NL. Like we are likely going to see like, 70 pitches, 75 pitches, a lot here for the Dodgers starters down the stretch.
2: Yeah, and and what I'm hoping, Stevie, (laughs) I'm not playing them in fantasy, uh, in in traditional DFS. I'm hoping some of the sites slip up and give us like, you know, 85 pitches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just going to be hammering unders for the Dodgers, man. Hammering unders.
1: Uh, I mean, I I think that's a a great way to approach it. Like, I mean, Dustin May – he struggled a lot. They let him go 79 pitches, but I mean, I just don't see anybody getting like anywhere close to 90 for the rest of the, the season no. here for the Dodgers.
2: No, not at all. I mean they, they even with uh with Kershaw when he faced I think was it Arizona like two starts ago, he was on cruise like he said, cruise control steve. I mean seven
1: dominating eight, dominating and, the and they game. were
2: like nope, come nope. on out.
1: <laughs> yeah, they were dominating Um, I mean The St. Louis side, it's a tough matchup Against Heaney, but Goldschmidt Arenado, pulhos These guys have just been so good Against left-handed pitching What are your thoughts here um, For these bats For St. Louis
2: Yeah, I mean, I think if you do it It is one-off central, Stevie uh, And I think that's all you do uh, because you know he is going to get the strikeouts. It's just you know who is it? I, I don't. He may even get Goldie and Arenado once. You know what I mean? But those guys also have the power to send out of the park. Uh, once again, mainly just one offs here with this team, um, and and I think it's Goldie and Arenado. I wish, uh, I wish they still had our boy out there playing. He was a, an outfielder, but we we won't see any any of him. Um, what is his name? He might not even be on the team anymore, but either way, neither here nor there. Um, just those two guys from, uh, from St. Louis for me against Heaney.
1: Uh, Dodgers, I mean, Quintana's not a dude that typically gets blown up. Uh, do you have any interest here in LA?
2: A little, Stevie, like. I don't think they're gonna be pulling bats. Like Mookie Betts feels great to me on this slate at fifty nine hundred. Um, a guy that can just really churn fantasy points here. Um I don't I don't hate Trey Turner at fifty seven hundred. Like this I, I think they can get to him. So I, I don't ever mind playing the Dodgers early on.
1: Yeah, I mean Chris Taylor is someone that's somewhat interesting at thirty four hundred here. Um I just I I don't have a ton of interest it's probably a stacker fade spot for me and I don't think I want to stack against Quintana on 12 game slate.
2: yeah
1: all right let's play the morning grind game and then we will get out of here for the weekend if you are looking for NFL podcast it came out on Thursday Keith and I broke down the week three slate under 8k to get six or more strikeouts who do you got to get some strikeouts cheap today?
2: Man, I'm I'm actually going to go with my boy. Um, I, I know we talked about him, and it it didn't feel great. Uh, I, I'm going to give you the freebie, Stevie. I'm actually going to go with our boy Cody Morris. I'm I'm going to go for the gusto here with Co- Cody Morris.
1: I'm going Lucas Giolito. Thank you for the freebie. It's Friday. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Free, yeah. freebie Friday. <laughs> All right. Um, all right, I'm in over 8k to score under 15. Who's your bus today?
2: Um, I'm going to get away from um, No, give me, give me John Gray, G- give me
1: Gray. All right, um, I like that call. I'm gonna go Heaney, he's facing St. Louis. I think he's gonna be limited pitch count wise. I'm gonna go Heaney, I like uh, over. One. Over four K to hit a home run, not in cores. Who do you got to go yard today?
2: Man, I, I talked about this guy earlier. Give me, give me Wilmer Flores, man. I I, I like Wilmer today.
1: I I'm gonna go to the polar bear, man. I uh, I'm gonna say Pete Alonso against Cole Irvin goes yard today. Under four K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bet that you like to get two hits here?
2: I think I am going with Jerks and pro far. Oh no, not in course, not in course, not in course. God, they made it so hard. Give me Mark Connor, Mark Connor.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I almost did the same thing. Uh, for what it's worth, I almost said Josh Bell. Um, yeah. So, same, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean, I almost did the same thing. I'll go Chris Taylor, uh, thirty four hundred against Quintana. I like Taylor's cheap value here. Stack to score six or more runs. Who do you got?
2: Man. My mind's telling me. No. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my first line here, Stevie. I'm going with the New York Mets against Oakland and Urban.
1: All right. All right. I'm gonna go with Philadelphia. Uh Jake Rizzi. I mean, if you want to replace anybody for the Braves pitching staff, I mean, Odorizzi has to be up there. Um, so I'm going to go Philadelphia against Jake Odorizzi. Um, Yeah. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
2: No, man, I am good to go. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you, talking baseball. And uh, there you have it, folks. Having a, having a good time.
1: Will is absolutely crushing it over there in the prop shop. If you don't for some reason have the rotor grinders Discord, um get on it, man. Chiefs prop shop there, rotogrinders.com slash Discord. Crazy, crazy. Um but yeah, check it out. He's he's crushing it. Crushing it. We'll be back Monday. I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend, whether it be baseball, whether it be NASCAR, whether it be football, whether it be college football. We are very blessed to have so much um, in the sporting world going on. So remember that each and every day. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. We'll see you on Monday.